Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Plus Heart. I'm actually going to try something different this week in the sense of it is 2 in the morning, so it's a little bit late, but I'm also listening to music for the first time while I'm like reading this issue out. I don't normally do that, and I'm not sure how much it's going to like mess with my ability to stay on track, but I just figured whatever. Okay, Plus Heart issue 16. This one's a little bit more personal, and whenever I feel like I start, you know, saying that, in terms of a, a vocal thing, you know, it's, you know, it's real. Um, I've been reading some new manga series lately while rereading some old favorites. Most of the stuff that I read involves heart. I can't do this. Hold on. Uh, let's pause that. Okay, can't do that. That music does not work. I thought it would work. It didn't. Okay, anyways. I've been reading some new manga series lately while rereading some old favorites. Most of the stuff I read involves hard work makes good underdogs who are chasing their dreams, and I find this kind of stuff inspiring. I've kind of had to talk myself out of that inspiration feeling sometimes because fiction's fiction. A creator gets to choose how or when the protagonist struggles and how that struggle gets resolved. Real life doesn't work like that, and I really didn't want to start hoping that it would. But still, the concept of dream chasing is fascinating to me, mostly... Uh, hold on. Okay, cool. But still, the concept of dream chasing is fascinating to me, mostly because even without being conscious of it, we can end up drifting towards that concept of what we want. Even if it isn't something specific, there's still commonalities. I tend to dream of independence, acceptance, or validation, and some, if not all, of the choices I've made dream-wise have involved those themes strongly. Even if I'm just looking at this newsletter, I chose to write on Substack because of the potential for independence, and it was something that I made for myself. I struggle for a term that encompasses the idea of making content for money as a career path. I feel like just saying content creation or doing content doesn't have the weight that I'd like it to. For lack of a better phrase at the moment, it's that's how I'm going to refer to the idea of being a big enough YouTuber, influencer, or streamer that you can do it full-time comfortably. Again, this is going to be one of those things where I edit in real time and I forgot a word there that you can do it comfortably. That content creator dream is something that I've, I feel a lot of people dream about these days, mostly in reaction to their station in life. To the dreamer, achieving this gives you a lot. You get validation from your peers or from your audience in general. You are essentially paid to be loved. It gives you a large amount of income. It's easy to perceive that stream of subscription or donation notifications as your role model making bank, like when you're watching them streaming. It enables new exciting experiences, like you get to travel, you get to eat cool things, you get to have resources to do what you want, buy what you want, explore what you want. And in theory, you're using that in order to create more content, so you're kind of getting paid to do all those things too. You're also free to like work how or when you want because you're doing something spiritually fulfilling and not because you're doing it fulfilling, but you're doing that in addition. Like you're getting to work how and when you want and you get to do something that's spiritually fulfilling. Streaming for eight hours just doesn't feel like work if you're successful at this. Because of your new experiences also, you get to take photos for your Instagram and just kind of like you get to do things that don't feel like work. I don't know if, sorry, I actually probably need to rewrite that paragraph because it's not so simple as to say like, hey, I'm taking Instagram photos, so I'm automatically like fulfilled. But what I'm trying to say is that like work doesn't feel like work. And that's probably the easiest way to like 
summarize that instead of using examples. That's what I'm going to do, actually. I'm just going to say work doesn't feel like work. You might think I'm going to spend the rest of the issue just going about how this is all wrong and you shouldn't want these things. Um, that's way too easy, though. I'm actually going to give those dreamers a bit of sympathy. This is particular because I myself are guilty of that idealizing sometimes. Instead of just trying to shut that down, I wanted to rationalize why that happened and why it continues to happen. It's easy to play armchair therapist here and I didn't want everything I put down to come out as like a terribly veiled analysis of my own issues. Um, hmm. Yeah, I guess that's the best way of putting that. However, we can kind of assume that there's a mental reaction for an action at play here, right? Simply, a thing happens in someone's life, and it causes them to want something in response. I think that the content creator dream isn't specifically an answer to those things, but for the reasons I listed above, it sates the hunger that's generated by the dissatisfaction that's common to the gaming demographic, or the people who are going to look at these success stories and view them as like an ideal. I'm just going to throw a couple of things at the wall that our prospective dreamer might be thinking. They might be thinking that they don't have any money, or they feel inadequate about the money or status that they do have. Um, they might not have a job. They might not have a job that they like. They might not see that job as seeing as like ending up as progress as a person, like they're just spinning their wheels. Their job's like too structured, or they have to play by rules that they don't enjoy in order to succeed. Um, sometimes, you know, they're, they're going to want to sleep in and the idea of having to like wake up for work is something difficult for them or unfair or something like that. They're lonely. They have a hard time connecting with people and it's hard to make people come to them in terms of like energy or in terms of that kind of stuff. Um, where they're like stuck in their geographical location. But the thing is, is just right over there. Oh, sorry, sorry. But this thing is just right over there. This image of an idealized end state where all those concerns are solved. You're loved just for existing. You're making money and doing something cool. I can see where people would dismiss the above paragraph as naive, but dreams don't necessarily spring from somewhere realistic. The dreamer needs to hope, or better yet, believe that it's attainable. Like I said before, I'm not going to purposely be a downer. I'm actually trying to do the opposite here. As we get older, it feels easier to succumb to the jadedness. And maybe I've been feeling a little bit of that. I think that's why I mentioned the uh, the idea of dreams not fulfilling specific things, but more specific wants earlier. A dream that you have at 20 may not be as realistically achievable at 40, but the dream can be modified to still hit the same wants with different things. A person who wants to be a rock star at 16 realizes when they're 40 that playing guitar in a bar once a week is the same kind of fulfillment. It doesn't mean that they failed at their dream or that their previous dreaming was a waste of time. I think it's just as important for people to know that because telling people is a step... Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I think it's just important for people to know that because telling people is uh, telling people is a step towards me believing it myself. With the, uh, with the self-comparison that people do just by existing online, it's hard not to look at other people's successes and not be discouraged. 
The ability to just tunnel vision towards your own path is difficult. And ironically, it's probably the thing that will contribute most to your success. I feel like there's a background radiation that content creator dreamers might not acknowledge, and the solutions to the problem don't exactly feel evident. I always kind of get a kick out of people railing against YouTube and Twitch for not having ample opportunities for smaller creators to get a bigger audience. The platforms themselves, hell, even Substack, have an incentive to prioritize the people who are going to make them the most money. In most cases, that kind of yelling, I gotta change something, hold on, I just had it as it's, that kind of yelling is a way for those creators frustrated at their own lack of progress or opportunities to say, hey, you forgot me. Maybe they're just trying to say something that they wish they could say about their lives otherwise. Uh, that's it. I kind of like wanted, this is a weird one because I kind of wrote this like in a super tired, like weird state. And I think it might come off on the like, the audio as well, but at the same time, it's like, I felt that was punchy and maybe I don't anymore. I don't know. I might like modify it now that I'm like done reading it. Um, housekeeping, I'm still streaming uh, twitch.tv slash Matt Demers every Saturday. Those have been going really well lately, so thank you for the support. Um, you can join the Discord to get a notification about that at discord.onemoremat.com. Um, yeah, I, I went to, like the, the story behind this is that I kind of like went to a dinner with a friend of mine that I'd never met in person before. And we kind of had a lot of conversations about like this and like um, to them, they were more discussing them wanting to pursue music. And I don't know, like I said, this kind of came out a little doomer, but I didn't want it to. I wanted to come out like more trying to understand mindset and more trying to understand people instead of like trying to condemn those people or just basically saying, hey, you have an unrealistic dream, you suck. Instead, I wanted to kind of be like, hey, Maybe it's unrealistic, but maybe it's unrealistic because you're trying to make it address like other things that you're hopeless about in your life. Um, the manga I mentioned at the beginning of the issue were Space Brothers by Chuya Koyama, uh, Beck by Harold Sakuishi, Planetess by Makoto Yukimura, and Blue Period by Subasa Yamaguchi. Those are what I'm kind of rereading and reading at the moment. Um, all of them are worth a read if you want to read what I've been reading. Um, or check out like a list I have manga.onemoremat.com it goes to my my anime list um, yeah thanks the the written version of this might be a little different because now I'm seeing like some structural issues that I need to like go back and edit but I kind of liked how more casual this episode was or this issue was and I'm trying not to get super like mired in being boring or like rigid to a structure um yeah, I'll be back in two weeks. Hope you guys have a good one and talk to you soon. Bye for now.